Join me tonight as the Aquatic Wetline officially returns and debuts right here on the American Variety Network. Tonight, I, Aqua Alex Cardinelli, welcome back one of my personal favorite guests of all time back on podcasting and back here on the American Variety Network. Tonight, I have the distinct honor and privilege of interviewing Blue View Aquatics owner, Mr. Josh Rodriguez. It's been a while since Josh Rodriguez has been on the show. It's been about almost a full year, nine months since Josh has been on the show. So tonight, we're going to have a huge update from Josh Rodriguez and Blue View Aquatics right after this. Hopefully, he'll be on the show right after this, folks. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Block Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Aquatic Wetline is back by popular demand. Welcome to Aquatic Wetline on American Variety Network with your tropical fish keeping host, Aqua Alex and Aqua Jeff. We'll discuss anything and everything tropical fish. Hosted by fish keepers for fish keepers. So aquarium lovers, let the aquatic wetline get live right now. Hello, fish keepers, and welcome back to the Aquatic Wetline. I'm very proud to debut the Aquatic Wetline on American Variety Network, and I'm very happy to bring back the Aquatic Wetline. And one of the reasons I brought back the Aquatic Wetline is because it was one of my personal favorite shows to do. It was a very popular aquarium-keeping shows. A lot of you, my listeners, loved the, the, loved the Aquatic Wetline, as I'm sure you're going to love the American Variety Network. But Aquatic Wetline was a very popular show, and that's one of the major reasons I'm bringing it back, because I saw it like some of the other fish shows that I was doing, like the American Aquarium show and fish trials, I don't think they were really popular. So this is why the Aquatic Wetline is back. I'm pretty sure all the fans of the Aquatic Wetline are going to continue to listen to my new episodes of the Aquatic Wetline. And I hope to do the Aquatic Wetline in a brand new style and continue to educate you on tropical fish and have a lot of fun discussing tropical fish. Anyways, I'm your host, Aqua Alex, and thank you for joining me on this Friday evening. Now, usually Fridays are my day off, but I'm happy to be here tonight. Now, tonight we were supposed to have a guest, as you heard in our intro. Our guest tonight was going to be Blue View Aquatics owner, Josh Rodriguez, but unfortunately, Josh can't be here tonight as he has some errands to run. But I'm going under the motto that the show must go on. 
And that is something that I learned from my mentors here on Blog Talk Radio. When your guests cancel, the show still must go on. And any good host would still put on a good show, even without the guest. And that's what I'm going to try to do tonight. So we're going to have Blue View Aquatics owner Josh Rodriguez on next Friday, hopefully. I can't promise it because I have to depend on his schedule. But maybe next Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern, we'll have Josh Rodriguez back here on the show. But uh, trust me, we will have Josh back on. I can't promise a particular date yet, but I'm going to contact him and see if we can maybe do a recording or do a live show so that we can get him back here on the Aquatic Wetline. Because like I said in the intro clip that I made earlier today, uh, he is actually one of my personal favorite guests. So I do want to get him back here on the show, and I can guarantee you he will be back. When, I don't know. I'm, aim I'm personally aiming for next Friday. Like I said, I have to work around my guest schedule. So I will say this. He will be on the show again, but I am not sure when exactly you can see him or listen to him on the show. But anyways, today I want to talk about some fish topics that I really enjoy, and it's going to bide my time for this show. This is not going to be a full-length show. This may be like a half-hour to 45-minute show, but I want to at least have something for you to listen to. And at the end of the show, I'm going to have some announcements that I think you guys really need to listen to regarding the Aquatic Wetline and regarding uh, the American Variety Network. So before I get into my topics tonight, I will say that you're more than welcome to call in. The call-in number tonight is 1-347-989-8142. So you can call in with any fish-keeping questions, or you can call in to discuss what fish you're going to buy this weekend, or you can call in and chat tropical fish. Because I know there's some live fish-keeping listeners out there tuning into the show right now. So do go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. So I really don't know what I'm going to talk about tonight because I did not plan for my guests not to be here and the show must go on. But I'm going to ad-lib a lot of stuff. So if I repeat anything tonight, please bear with me because I'm ad-libbing and I'm not prepared for my guests not showing up. But since tomorrow is my birthday, tomorrow I'll be turning 22 years old. And since tomorrow at 1030 in the morning, right here on the American Variety Network, I'm going to be doing a birthday show for me. And I'm going to be reflecting on my life. I think it'd be best for my first couple topics to discuss how I got into the fish keeping hobby and the beginner fish that I've had and my fear of fish of all time. Because like I said, tomorrow at 10.30 p.m. Eastern on my 22nd birthday celebration, I'm going to be reflecting on my life. But why not tonight? Why not? Should I? Why shouldn't I reflect on how I entered the hobby and stuff? So that's how we're going to start today's show. So as I said numerous times here on the show, 
I was actually born into the aquarium hobby. Now, my dad had been keeping fish previously before I was born. So I'd have to say he's been keeping fish for maybe 40 years or more. I really don't know. But he's been in the hobby way before I was born. And when I was born, he already had a huge fish tank. Like back in the old, back in the days, I was born a 125 back then in 1993 is like a 150 now. So he had like a 150 back then when I was born. And as I grew older, like when I was five, I started to recognize or understand some of the fish. And so really, I was born in the aquarium hobby. And I just kept learning. And at the age of seven, I had a fish bowl, and I had my very first betta. And that's the age that I got more interested in having pets. And a betta is a good fish for someone that age to keep. I really enjoyed bettas at seven years old. But now as a 21-year-old, I really don't really care for bettas anymore. But back then, I really loved bettas. And then at the age of 12, uh, after keeping bettas for a while, at the age of 12, I wanted a real fish, and I wanted a real fish tank. And bettas are real fish, but I mean I wanted tropical fish. So I got a 55-gallon aquarium, I believe it was, and I actually did not do any research prior to getting this aquarium. And I had the wrong kind of fish together in a 55. But hey, I was only 12 year old. I was only 12 years old, and we all know that a lot of 12 year olds out there don't do the research, and they want what they want. And if they don't get what they want, they're going to cause a scene. And that's how I was when I was 12 years old. So I ended up getting a 55 gallon aquarium, and then. And then I went to the fish store, and my dad was into monster fish, so I had to be into monster fish because I was trying to replicate my dad, and my dad was liking Oscars and all those aggressive cichlids back then. So my very first fish that I kept in a tank were a Red Devil, Oscar, Paku, and Pleco. Now, a lot of you out there are probably going to say, wow, what awful beginner fish. And what's worse is they were stuck in a 55-gallon aquarium. But luckily, I did my research. My dad made me go on the computer and research how big each fish got. And I ended up returning the Red Devil, the Paku, and the Pleco. And I just kept the Oscar and some other fish that I got from the credit that I had for bringing the other fish back to the store. And to this day, I think that was the right move because now I'm more responsible about the kind of fish I put in a size aquarium. Now, had my dad not done that, I would have been like so many other fish keepers. I would have been keeping Pacus, Oscars in 20, 30, 40 gallon aquariums, not knowing that it's wrong. So I'm glad that I learned how to research from him and stuff and now I know that I can't put a Paku in my 120 or put 25 Oscars in my 120 well 
So the very first fish I had as a beginner is a beta at the age of seven and Oscar, Red Devil, Paku, and Pleco at the age of 12. The very first day I had my 55 as well. I didn't cycle my 55, but uh, after that, I returned those fish to the store and just kept the Oscar and I believe a Jack Dempsey and um, a Bristlenose Pleco in my 55-gallon aquarium. And my dad covered everything. He said that the common Pleco was going to get too big for the 55, so we had to return him to the store. Anyways, those are the fish that I kept as a beginner, and I actually did not like the community fish as a young person. Uh, I was more into the monster fish for whatever reason, and I still, to this day, still do like monsters because I still like Oscars and Arowanas and things, but back then I was heavy into the monster growing fish, and I really don't understand why I like those big monster fish so much, but... I really do. So I figured that would be a good way to start today's show. Now, I want to talk to you about my personal favorite fish of all time. So I've been in the hobby for, God, what am I, 21 now? And I started at 12. I don't know. I'm not good at math. So I'll just say, uh, I'll just say give or take 12 years because, as you guys know, I'm not good at math. But I've been in the hobby for a long time, and I've been keeping pretty much everything. But I do have a good list of some of my personal favorite fish of all time, and I'm going to list them off for you right now. My first favorite fish happens to be a fish that I have right now. And that is the green terror cichlid. Now, up here in New England, specifically Springfield, Mass., we only have one variety of green terror, and that is the gold psalm. Now, we've never, ever seen the true green terror, at least to my knowledge. I've never seen a true green terror up here. I've only seen the psalms, and that would be a, a, a gold psalm or the white psalm. And to me, the gold psalm is much better looking than the, the, gold, the white one. But I've got one of them, and I've got to say the gold psalms are actually one of my personal favorite of the South American cichlids. And uh, I've seen some adult... Um, uh, green terrors, and I have to say, they are pretty cool looking as well. So that is really, really interesting. Now, if you like green terrors, be careful of the species you're buying, because sometimes fish stores will sell you a true green terror for like $40, but it ends up being what we call a gold siam which are relatively cheap. I just bought a 3.5-inch one for $13 today. So always keep that in mind, okay? Now, my next favorite all-time fish would be another fish that I currently have right now, and that is the Severum cichlid. You know, Severums are one of those classic cichlids that have been around since the beginning of aquarium keeping. Now, Severums have a wide variety, 
But back in the 1993s and the 1995s and the 1999s and 2000s, you only had a few varieties. You had the green, turquoise, and gold. But nowadays, you've got Rockheel, you've got Super Red, Red Spotted, Heroes Nautilus, and some other great species of Severum. So over the years, my love of Severums has really grown, and I have a lot more respect for the Severum cichlid. My next favorite fish of all time happens to be the chocolate cichlid. And my personal favorite chocolate cichlid is the temporalis kind. I love them because they've got a deep purple coloration. They get a cichlid hump, and they get a lot bigger than the other chocolate cichlid. And they actually have more of a personality, in my opinion. They're more outgoing than the other chocolate cichlid, and they look a lot better. And I am on the lookout for a chocolate cichlid for my 120-gallon South American cichlid tank. Okay, all right. Now, my next favorite fish of all time is the waru, and one of my aunt's ex-boyfriends actually introduced me to warus when I was just a young lad or young boy, and uh, when I saw them, they were very beautiful. Uh, I remember seeing them as a big circular fish with some big stripes, Beautiful red eyes and a dark brown body. And I really enjoyed the Walrus Cichlid. And I'm going to do a show on the Walrus Cichlid in a couple weeks with my co-host, Cool Cat Willie T, right here on the Aquatic Wetline. Now, my next favorite fish of all time, an American classic aquarium fish, the Oscar Cichlid, Astronautus Osolatus. Now... Here's the thing about Oscars. I have a love-hate relationship with them. One month I love them, the next month I hate them. The next month I love them, the next month I hate them. But Oscar cichlids are one of those fish that have won the hearts of many aquarium fish keepers. And I myself am considering getting another Oscar for my tank. Because they eat like a puppy, they act like a puppy. The only downside is you need really superb filtration for them because they do poop a lot. And they need constant water changes, almost similar to discus. Now, I really love any of the super dollar species. I've had opportunities of keeping most of the mentinous species and most of the mylia species to this day. I've never had the opportunity to keep a mylosoma silver dollar, but I am going to have the opportunity, I'm quite sure, because now I'm getting back into the South American cichlids and the aggressive fish, and I'm actually looking for a school of uh, silver dollars. Now, I've kept Myelia rapinus, the red hook silver dollar. I've kept Myelia strumbaki, the sin bar and wide bar silver dollar. And I've kept plenty of other silver dollars. Now, when people think of algae eaters, they think of plecos, otocinculus catfish, Chinese algae eaters, flying foxes. But my all-time favorite algae eater, hands down, has to be a flagtail prochilotus, or often known as Sema prochilotus tenerus, or Sema prochilotus insignis. And 
It's a very beautiful cherusin. They'll eat algae and lettuce and plants. They're from the Amazon, and they're usually in season during the winter and spring. So your fish store should be able to get them in for you really soon. And I, they're usually available around Halloween time. I noticed around Halloween time, wholesalers bring them in a lot, and they sell them really low prices. Uh, I've seen flagtail protrolotus in this area, the Western Mass area, go for about $12 around Halloween because that's when the wholesalers usually get them. And during the spring, they're going to be a little bit more because they're hard to import during the warmer weather. But during the fall, they're going to be really cheap. And they do a great job of eating algae in your aquarium. You're never going to ever have any algae with your flagtail proch alodus. Okay? Now, my next favorite fish is monster fish. I love all monster fish in general, whether it be an arowana, a clown knife, a pulpiturus spiker, a fire eel, a black ghost knife, any monster fish I love. I have a lot of respect for all of those monster fish that are out in the world today. Even though I've only got a 120-gallon aquarium, I do plan on having monsters somewhere in the future and getting a pond. My next all-time favorite fish is the freshwater stingrays, specifically the ones from South America, because I think that they are very interesting. I've had a couple of experiences keeping them, and in the future I'd like to have a pond with freshwater stingrays because they're actually a very nice uh, animal. And a lot of people are afraid of freshwater stingrays because, because freshwater stingrays can injure you. But you have to respect freshwater stingrays. They're not going to injure you in a home aquarium. All right? And then my last favorite all-time fish we'll talk about tonight is some of the community fish like angelfish, like discus, like otosynculus catfish, like grumminos tetras. Yes, I love the fag fish too. <laughs> Just kidding. I wanted to get a laugh out of you. Or I wanted to get a, uh, some uh, hate out of you. But I love those fish too. All right. Those are all of my personal favorite fish of all time. All right, now we'll talk about saltwater fish because on the show today with Josh Rodriguez, I wanted to talk about saltwater fish. So uh, a lot of you have been asking me, I know I've been getting a lot of emails, and one email in particular from Damien1974 at AOL.com, and by the way, uh, he sent me an email because he was, uh, he, because he listened to one of my older fish keepers question and answer show, uh, and he thought that I was still going to be answering questions. And Damien, I am actually going to be bringing back the fish keepers question and answer. So I appreciate your question because that reminded me. It reminded me of my big old thick head. I have to bring back that question and answer because I had fun and some of my listeners of the Aquatic Wetline have questions that I might have the answers for. So that's great. But Damon asked me, Aqua Alex, you say you have been 
in the aquarium hobby for 12 years, and you've pretty much kept everything freshwater. I've been listening to your show for two months now. I've followed every single freshwater show you've done, whether it be the Life in the Amazon or your Oscar Cichlid Keepers Hour show or any of your freshwater fish shows. And I've got to say, you are very knowledgeable for a 21-year-old man. But the question is, how come you've never kept saltwater? Many kids your age have saltwater, but why don't you have saltwater? Great question, Damien. And uh, to be quite honest with you, uh, I'm actually kind of afraid of keeping saltwater. Saltwater has kind of intimidated me because all of the hype that I've read about it is that it's a very expensive hobby and everything in the saltwater hobby is very expensive, whether it's the equipment for saltwater aquarium, the live rock, or the livestock itself. I've heard it's very expensive. So the only reason I've never had saltwater currently is because I'm kind of intimidated and I would be a newbie to the saltwater. And I uh, would kind of embarrass myself if I went on the air and started talking about saltwater from just a newbie. But the, the answer to your question, the best answer I can give you is because I haven't really had time to research. I really don't have the funds to afford a saltwater tank. I mean, if I probably saw an ad on Craigslist with a used saltwater tank and uh, all the stuff really cheap, and I was really motivated to do a saltwater tank, I probably would pick it up and try out the saltwater hobby and see how it goes. But the question is, do I really want to take that risk and possibly lose money? I don't know. Maybe in the future, when I have more money in disposal, I can do that. Uh, because right now, I'm really afraid if I jump into the saltwater hobby, I could lose a lot of money. I don't know, though. I've entered into the world of discus, and my discus are doing fine. A lot of people said that discus are really hard to keep, but I'm proving them wrong. So we'll have to find out about saltwater. But I do have plans on going saltwater, maybe in 2016, because uh, because we all know the years of the even tend to be the most positive years. So hopefully we'll try it in, in 2016. All right. Now that we're on track of saltwater, let's talk about my personal favorite saltwater fish. Yes, even though I'm a freshwater guru, I still know a few things about saltwater fish. Now, I love the clownfish. Now, uh, my fish store, School of Fish, Inc., actually has some very nice black clownfish that are very nice. They've also got some very nice slow, snowflake clownfish, so I love all the varieties of clownfish there are nowadays. I love the blue hippo tanks. And I love the flame angels. I love the pygmy angels. So I have a lot of favorite saltwater fish. All right. And I want to do a saltwater series here on the aquatic wetline. So I have to find a guest who is comfortable in uh, co-hosting saltwater shows. And I want to find somebody that is really interested in doing a podcast. And I want to find somebody that is quite knowledgeable with uh, saltwater because I don't know nothing about saltwater, so I could not take over, for example, if he could not make a show. I just had to, to reschedule it. But I want somebody that is really knowledgeable 
on salt water to come on here and educate you, my listeners, of the aquatic wetline on saltwater fish. I can't do it, so I'm going to have to research really hard and find somebody that knows the saltwater hobby more than I do my actual self. Wow! Already a half hour flew by. I thought this show was going to be really, really... Uh, I thought this show was not going to have much uh, content because I guess this year... All right, sorry about that. I wanted to make sure my show was working because yesterday, when I was trying to do my Walrus, there was no audio clip, surprisingly. But wow, this microphone sounds great, doesn't it? All right, so let's go ahead and cut to our very first and only commercial break of the evening. And when we come back here on the Aquatic Wetline, I think I'm going to talk about my likes and dislikes about the aquarium hobby. And I'll talk about... uh, a discussion on South American cichlids, and then we'll wrap up this great show. And I hope you guys will call in 1-347-989-8142 and make this an even funner show with some of your calls. So we're going to hear a break from our one sponsor, School of Fish, Inc., who, by the way, has plenty of awesome livestock, whether it be freshwater or saltwater, and we're going to hear a word from our supporters, Discus Hans USA, here for the Fins Podcast, and Jambox. We'll be right back, folks, right after this. School of Fish, Inc. offers everything an aquarium hobbyist in western Massachusetts needs. We offer the best of livestock from freshwater to saltwater and everything in between. We also have the best corals and live rock. School of Fish, Inc. carries the best brands of fish food, medications, and equipment such as Hikari, Tetra, Marineland, API, and much more. Stop by and check us out today. School of Fish, Inc. located at 1865 Page Boulevard, Springfield, Massachusetts. And we can be reached at 413-543-1994. We're open Mondays, Wednesdays, Thursdays, Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays. Closed Tuesdays. Check out School of Fish, Inc. That's School of Fish, I-N-C, on Facebook for exclusive deals, specials, and see what's new. Are you a serious tropical fish keeper? Do you currently keep discus cichlids, or are you looking to keep discus cichlids and need to find some quality discus? Why not come to Discus Hans? Discus Han proudly supplies plenty of American discus hobbyists with quality Stenker discus. The Stenker discus provide fish hobbyists the opportunity to raise show quality discus because Stenker discus can adapt to tap water and even breed in tap water. Discus Hans has helped serve many discus fish lovers with his quality Stenker discus, and you can experience the beauty of Stenker discus from Discus Hans. Discus Hans will ship quality discus cichlids right to your door. Check out Discus Hans at www.discushansusa.com. And to place your order for your very own Stenker discus, check out discusfishstore.com. Hey guys, this is Donovan. I'd like to tell you a little bit about my show, Here for the Fix, 
I talk about how to became a fish keeper until now, talk everyday fish keeping, and about my favorite fish, African fishes. So go check out my YouTube channel, Here for the Fins, all together lowercase, and check out my Facebook, Here for the Fins. Choosing guitar accessories can be expensive and time-consuming, but it doesn't have to be. Jambox will deliver the necessities right to your front door. Jambox is great for players of any age and all experience levels. Try new brands, new products, and get your jam on. Order a Jambox today at www.jamboxcanada.ca. The crazy Italian-American turns 22 on August 15th. So on his birthday, he is going to host his own 22nd birthday episode. And you are all invited to be a part of it. There will be some great topics. A Mike's Hard Lemonade Alcohol Review. And more. Call in live at 1347-989-8142. That's 1347-989-8142. To wish Alex a happy 22nd birthday. So come on, celebrate your Osa's birthday live Saturday. At 10.30 p.m. Eastern. 9.30 p.m. Central. 8.30 p.m. Mountain. And 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Sit back, relax, and unwind. As Alex has a blast. And does what he loves on his birthday with an awesome show. www.blogtalkradio.com slash American Network. Now, a quick note on my birthday episode. Uh... Unfortunately, that show has been moved to tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 8.30 a.m. Mountain, and 7.30 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. For all my peeps and listeners that live in the West Coast, the show will be really early for you at 7.30 a.m. Uh, Pacific. But the reason for that is because tomorrow... I'm actually going to be going to a casino, and I have to go during 3 o'clock, and I won't be back until 1 o'clock a.m. my time tomorrow. So we're going to do the show uh, tomorrow, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and we'll discuss more about the birthday show later on towards the end of the show. Just, just thought I'd throw that out there for you guys. You are tuned in live to the American Variety Network here, live on Blog Talk Radio. With a name like American Variety, you can expect a wide variety of topics. Now, let's get live here on the AV Network. Aquatic Wetline is back by popular demand. Welcome to Aquatic Wetline on American Variety Network. With your tropical fish keeping host, Aqua Alex and Aqua Jeff. We'll discuss anything and everything tropical fish. Hosted by fish keepers for fish keepers. So aquarium lovers, let the aquatic wet line get live right now. Welcome back to the aquatic wet line live 
right here on the American Variety Network. And tonight we're supposed to have our guest, Blue View Aquatics owner, Josh Rodriguez. But unfortunately, couldn't make it tonight. So I'm going to name this show tonight, Aqua Alex Sounds Off. And who knows, this might be a debut of a new series where I just ad-lib about tropical fish. But tonight, I'm going to name this series, or excuse me, tonight I'm going to name this show Aqua Alex Sounds Off because I am coming up with fish topics in my brain at the top of, the, at the top of my feet. Or that does not make sense. But anyways, I'm coming up with fish topics right off the bat. We're not even thinking about it. Quick in my feet. So that's maybe what I meant by that. I don't know. Never know what my craziness. You never know what I'm going to say. But anyways, uh, tonight we're chatting tropical fish. And I'm a fish nut, as you can tell. And I'm really enjoying this show. So, unfortunately, our guest is not here tonight, but that does not mean we cannot have a fish show, right? The show must go on, and I am slowly, slowly getting used to that. And I noticed in the past when my guests would cancel a show, I just uh, delete the show and reschedule. But now, I'm going to try my best to uh, come up with something when a guest cancels last minute. And uh, like today, I'm really surprised how good the show is coming out. So, anyways... Uh, you can call in live at 1-347-989-8142 if you want to join today's show. I'd love if you called in and talked about your personal favorite tropical fish of all time. That's 1-347-989-8142. So go ahead and call in now. I'd really love your call. All right, now you can call in and discuss your personal favorite tropical fish. You can call and discuss why you love freshwater more than saltwater, or why you love saltwater more than freshwater. Or you can call in and ask me a tropical fish keeping question. I would love anyone that calls in. So do go ahead and call in at 1-347-989-8142. So I've got a few more things that I would like to talk about tonight. And one of my favorite classifications of fish is cichlids. And to break it down, you have three categories of cichlid. You've got South American cichlids. You've got Central American cichlids. You've got African cichlids. And you've got a few that are American cichlids, like the Texas cichlids. But I don't care for any of those. Now, my personal favorite group of cichlids is the South American cichlids. Cichlids from the Amazon. I really love those cichlids. So I want to talk to you and educate you a little bit on some of the South American cichlids. So let's go ahead and uh, get started. So the very first cichlid I want to talk about, and I know I did a show on them, a few weeks back with Cool Cat Willie T, and uh, we talked about the Festivum Cichlid on Fish Trials, but we're going to talk about them a little bit more on the show. Now, Festivums are always one of my personal favorite cichlids. Believe it or not, Festivums are actually an Akara. Uh, they're known as the Flag Akara, and to me, I think the Festivum is like an angelfish in a discus in a sort of way. It's a little bit more peaceful than an angelfish, and it's really nice. 
Now, Festivums will grow anywhere from six to eight inches in length, but generally six, seven inches is the max size for the Festivum cichlid. Now, for more information on the Festivum cichlid, I'd like to refer you to that Fish Trials episode. Now, I'm not just saying it was a good show just to say it, but to me, uh, I think it was awesome. Cool Cat William T. and myself gave out some great information. So I would I would advise if you want to find out more information about the um, Festivum, I really advise you check out Fish Trials, the first episode. And you can just go to blogtalkradio.com forward slash American Network to check that out. Now the next the next cichlid from South America that I really like is the Waru cichlid. Now I call the Waru cichlid the poor man's discus. Why? Well, number one, Waru requires the same water conditions that discus require. They need pristine water. They need a temperature to be about 82 to 86 degrees Fahrenheit, which is perfect for discus. And they need plenty of water changes. Otherwise, walrus can get hole-in-the-head disease, which is a very, very bad disease. And you don't want your walrus getting hole-in-the-head because it will not be an attractive cichlid. I guarantee it. All right. So walrus are very nice. And there's also two varieties of walrus. You've got your your orange walrus. You've got your regular walrus which are Waru Amphilophus, I believe. And I know I just fucked up the scientific name for those, so please bear with me. Um, the Waru, the regular Waru and the orange Waru are the most common Warus. And you've got the Panda Waru, which is a very rare Waru in the aquarium hobby today. And I've got my eyes on two at the local fish store that I'm thinking about buying once I sell my discus. Now, um... Warus are a great, great fish. I definitely recommend uh, taking a look at them. Now, I don't want to talk too much information on the Warus because I'm actually going to do an episode of Fish Trials on the Warus on the 27th of August with Cool Cat William T. as he will be back discussing the Waru on Fish Trials. Severums are great South American cichlid. Very easy to keep. A beginner could keep a severum. All you really need to do is have clean water, good filtration, and a big tank. I mean, severums, severums care for themselves, really. They're not really hard to keep at all. Chocolate cichlids, another really easy cichlid to keep. Big tank, clean water, good filtration, and good food. Geophagus. You really need a sand substrate for these guys. Uh, they like warmer water, too. They're really peaceful, and they can live with other South American cichlids. So, actually, I'm going to do a whole entire show on South American cichlids where I'm more prepared with more research and stuff, but I just thought that'd be fun to add to the show. So, I think it's time to end this show. I had a pretty good show, and hope all you, my listeners, enjoyed the show. This uh, quick speaking on my feet kind of show. But I'm proud that I was able to put together a show last minute. Really fun show. All right. Now, before I end today's show, I've got a couple of aquatic wetline and American Variety Network announcements that I would like to make. Now, for the aquatic wetline, 
my next fish keeping episode for the aquatic wetline is going to be this Sunday, August 16th, 2015 at 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Nine thirty PM Mountain, eight thirty PM Central, or excuse me, oh, I just messed up there. But my next fish keeping show is going to be Sunday, August sixteenth at ten thirty PM Eastern, nine thirty PM Central, eight thirty PM Mountain, and seven thirty PM Pacific. Now this Sunday, I'm going to bring back my life in the Amazon series, and I'll be talking about freshwater stingrays. I have a lot of great information that I'm going to share, and I really want you to check it out. So this Sunday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, join me for my Life in the Amazon returns, and I'll be talking about freshwater stingrays. Okay, folks? It's going to be great, isn't it? Now, I'm looking for some guests who want to be on the aquatic wetline. Could be anyone from the freshwater hobby, the saltwater hobby, or the reptile hobby. But if you are interested in coming on the air and talking about fish or promoting your business, you're more than welcome to. I love to interview fish keepers and pet keepers. So, if you keep fish, you keep reptiles, or you keep aquatic plants, I want you on my show. Please email me at alexcardinelli93 at gmail.com, and I can book your appearance right here on the Aquatic Wetline on American Variety Network. Okay? I don't think I have any more Aquatic Wetline news as of now, but for Daryl, I'll tell him again, I'm going to be bringing back that question and answer probably in September for you. The Fish Keeper's question and answer will be back in September, and I guarantee it. All right. So now let's get to the American Variety Network news. First and foremost, the show that I've been waiting all week for is going to take place tomorrow at 10.30 a.m. Eastern, 9.30 a.m. Central, 8.30 a.m. Mountain, and 7.30 a.m. Pacific. So I know a lot of you are probably going to catch it in the archives, but if you are up in the morning tomorrow, would you just please take two minutes or even seconds of your day to call in at 1-347-989-8142 and wish me a happy birthday. And the reason tomorrow's show is going to be at 10.30 in the morning is because, like I said earlier, I am going to the casino at 3 in the afternoon, and I won't be leaving the casino until 11.30. And it takes two hours to get back here. So by tomorrow night, I'll be returning at 1 a.m. So... I won't have any time to do a show. So I'm going to do it at 10.30 in the morning, and I've got a lot planned for my birthday show. I'm going to be playing some of my favorite music. I'm going to have some awesome topics. Some awesome callers are going to call in, and I'm also going to do a Mike's Hard Lemonade review. And I'm also going to talk about what I liked about being 21 years old and, and some of my things that happened. And it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a party celebration. And tomorrow is actually the day of my birthday. Tomorrow in history, 
1993, I was born. So we're actually going to celebrate my my birthday episode on the day of my birthday. So that's going to be great. So if you have time tomorrow, please check out my show, 10.30 a.m. Eastern, Saturday, August 15th. If not, if you can't tune in live, you're more than welcome to listen to the archive file. Then as I said on Sunday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, I have the Life in the Amazon show on Freshwater Stingrays. And then Monday, August 17th, I'm going to have my primetime baking show where I'll be talking about cheesecakes. Cheesecakes are a very popular American dessert, and I can't wait to share my baking recipes on cheesecakes. Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern, Tuesday, August 18th, 8 p.m. Eastern. I might get in trouble for it, but I'm controversial. I'm going to talk about controversy behind pipples. And our pipples really attack dogs. I'm going to share my opinions and thoughts on that this Thursday, or excuse me, this Tuesday, August 18th at 8 p.m. Eastern. All right. So that's going to do it for us tonight here on Aquatic Wetline, American Variety Network. I'd like to thank you very much for tuning into this show. And I apologize, my guest was not here tonight. But I was able to put on a good show. So have a great rest of your Friday. Have a great weekend. And everybody from Massachusetts, better take care and better attend the tax-free weekend. That's right. Everyone in Massachusetts, this weekend only is tax-free weekend. So you better buy some stuff because this is your only opportunity to buy things without paying tax. All right. I'm Alex Cardinelli. Aqua Alex, this has been an episode of Aqua Alex Sounds Off, and I want to thank you for tuning into this fish keeping episode of the American Variety Network. Goodbye, everybody, and I'm going to leave you with my birthday show plug. But remember, the show is at 10:30 a.m. and not 10:30 p.m. tomorrow. The crazy Italian American turns 22 on August 15th. So on his birthday, he is going to host his own 22nd birthday episode. And you are all invited to be a part of it. There will be some great topics. A Mike's Hard Lemonade Alcohol Review. And more. Call in live at 1347-989-8142. That's 1347-989-8142. To wish Alex a happy 22nd birthday. So come on, celebrate your Osa's birthday live Saturday. At 10.30 p.m. Eastern. 9.30 p.m. Central. 8.30 p.m. Mountain. And 7.30 p.m. Pacific. Sit back, relax, and unwind. As Alex has a blast. And does what he loves on his birthday with an awesome show. www.blogtalkradio.com slash American Network. Remember, that's 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 9.30 a.m. Central, 8.30 a.m. Mountain, and 7.30 a.m. Pacific. Good night, everybody.